You know, I once wrote a poem about No Shave November. Let's hear it. It's based around V for Vendetta. Okay. Remember, remember, it's No Shave November, but my beard won't grow in some spots. Take... <laughs> Growing beards takes forever, so no shave November shall always be forgot. partner happy november you've just tuned in to just a bit gaming i'm your host ryan chumpy crash reynolds and this is your other host adrian bertazoid townsend whoop whoop <laughs> oh, a bit. damn it's okay it's okay i lost my voice for two months and that's why i died but because we just had Halloween, I'm spooky and back from the dead. Is that what dead. that is? So I'm, I'm uh, podcasting with the ghost of the, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I'm like the Crypt Keeper, <laughs> just with a silkier voice. That, awesome. Glad yeah. to hear it. I didn't even have a tagline for this episode. I just wanted to address just get address the elephant in the room right there that uh, I have been gone two months. It has been two months. Yeah. But... The show still went on. Yeah, I fell apart. <laughs> My whole body. Yeah, that's like, what I've heard. Just just to catch up real quick on the two months that I was gone, um, and maybe you can just edit this bit into each of the episodes I was gone for. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to go to Retropalooza together in the beginning, like, well, mid-September. Yeah. Was it mid? No, or it was, it was uh, the beginning of September. It was the beginning of September. Uh, it was the last weekend of August, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We were supposed to go to that, and um, I had just come off of a sinus infection and had an upper respiratory infection and couldn't go to Texas for Retropalooza, which oh, just- Oh, I'm wrong. It was the end of September. It was the end of September. Go ahead. Still, though. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got sick then, and then uh, I ended up sick with some sort of secondary infection that landed in my face. And I had like a, like a nerve thing happening on like the upper quarter of my body. I almost want to post that picture you showed me up on of the my video. swollen face, dude. It, it's pretty bad. And that's when the swelling was going down, man. <laughs> it was a uh, uh, facial neuralgia was the term for what was going on with like the nerve, like where where you can feel like if you barely touch your face, like if I was walking outside and it was windy, yeah. like it hurt my face and my neck and my shoulder. Dude, that's miserable. It was so miserable because also, you know, kids, Yeah, you know, I've got a two year old and a new, well, an almost two year old and a newly four year old. I don't know if I can still say I've got toddlers because fat big's not a toddler anymore. Right. He's what? Four. Yeah. He just turned four a couple of weeks would, ago. I would consider that still toddler stage. Or is that, or is that preschool age? Preschool toddler. I don't know. Like, Owen's Some, four. He's almost five. Um, do you I would still, still call Owen a toddler? Or do you call him... <laughs> How about late-stage toddler? Late-stage toddler. Because they still have those toddler things that they do. It's just not... It's not as dominant as it used to be. Uh, right. They're, is they're, he getting nicer? They're like one big event away from their next evolution. Yeah. He is getting nicer. Is Owen? Okay. Yeah. Owen's getting like far nicer, like, man. Fuck, it's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he, this this age. Everyone kept telling me that four was like the magic age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's been like, he's been getting crazy nice and like affectionate and helpful. 
Owen. Yep. He's still a crazy person. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't take the crazy out of him, but the wanting to fight everybody all the time, like he's not fighting his siblings all the time. He's not uh, he's not being defiant whenever we tell him to do something or right. anything. You know, he's, yeah. M- Malone is still like in the in the late stages of that. Yeah. Like we still have these like pockets of defiance and anger and just complete fallout. Yeah, but. And the fighting, the caveat to that is that he's like way into Spider-Man and superheroes <laughs> right now. So he wants to fight everybody, but in like a comic book fashion. Like, yeah. we can't go to the store without him trying to uh, shoot webs at people. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. He, Can he do it? Does he have the dexterity yeah, to do it? He does it. it. Okay. He does the, the move. Nice. And then he'll like walk up to people in the store and be like, hi, I'm alone. And then just start running in place as fast as he can or run at them yeah. while yelling, I'm the fastest guy in the world. So he's uh, aggressively social right now. So And it's hysterical, but it's also nerve-wracking because I'm like, hey, buddy, those are fucking, <laughs> st- those are strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I understand some interaction would be ab- like just mentally scrumptious for you right now, but yeah. why don't you pump your little brakes there, Spidey? <laughs> you know? I uh, hear you. We were in the grocery store the other day, and he saw this little girl pretty close to his age, and he goes, huh. I like her. And I said, <laughs> well, that's nice. And he goes, should I go over to her and say hello? I was like, ah, nah, you can just stay with me. And he goes, what if I sang to her? Wow. And I said, no, we're not going to go sit. Well, I mean, if you want to. Uh, and I took uh, Tilly and Malone to breakfast at my at my job the other day. And Malone really liked our waitress, one of my one of my employees. He kept calling her the girl with the ponytail. Yeah. He wanted to give her one of his action figures. So he's he's aggressively social, but he's so helpful and ho- so sweet right now and wants to be Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same with Owen. Owen decided that for a solid couple months, he was Spider-Man. Like, you address him as Spider-Man. And when you asked him what he wanted to be when he grows up, I've, it would always be, I want to be Spider-Man. Yeah. So Spider-Man's a very influential character amongst the the kids. Well, it's because he's young and he's like the epitome of just an honest good guy. Yeah. And because Fatbig really, really gets down with some villains, dude. Yeah. That boy loves bad guys. Yeah. I always did, too. I prefer the villains to the to the heroes. Right. It's just it's a fixation. And I never shared that with Malone. He comes by it honestly. Well, I, I mean, besides besides that, the number one reason why I think kids love him and it's one of the reasons why I love him his costume I don't think any other superhero comes close on costume design no Spidey's got it on lock dude especially with the new game yeah that's the best part of the new game is unlocking the costumes yeah dude like I his costume design is bar none the best of any superhero and any red and blue variation even even all the different iterations of the spider-man costume yeah you know you've got like the new one on the on on the new video game with like the big white spider but it's still that classic color scheme yeah and it's still bomb totally modernized but still which one uh, we're already talking about spider-man we can jump right into this which uh i thought that was playing it now i am so which costume are you rocking in that game okay so f- the the most recent one we've unlocked is Spider Punk. Okay, yeah, because we're about. I'm 40. not a fan of that one. I tried that one for. Brief That's minute. Malone's favorite. It it makes sense that it would be your favorite. I didn't know it was Malone. And it is like it. also my favorite. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I've always loved the Spider Punk costume. My only issue with it has always been 
the metal spikes on the head. Yeah, I don't like that. It's too... It, okay, here I am complaining about, that's too much for Spider-Punk. <laughs> uh, I just... That's a detail of that particular costume I never quite dug, you know? Yeah. Um... Is that in a comic book or? Yeah, I, I I seem like I feel like I've seen that variant before somewhere. I just don't remember where. I was gonna say Hollis, but it's Hobart. Hobart is yeah. that a comic book? No, no, no. Okay, so Spider Punk came from a story arc uh, from Earth one thirty eight, which is an alternate Earth to ours, and this Spider Man is a punk rocker, an African American punk rocker named Hobart Brown. Mm, okay. And it's in this timeline, in this w- version of Earth. Uh, Norman Osborn is the president. Oh, weird. And he's kind of like a dictator type. And so. Hobart- Why do they always put Norman Osborn as like the leader of something? That's how he is in this game. He's the mayor. I think it's because of his money and his political ties. It kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, it's kind of low hanging fruit. Okay. Because you're playing on the emotional, like family and friend connection of Spider-Man to this big, powerful baddie. It's funny you bring that up because I'll let you finish, but that, that brings up one of my criticisms on the story, but go ahead. No, I mean, that's about it. He, yeah. You know, in, in one of the issues, it might be the first issue Hobart Brown or Spider-Punk uh, announces, you know, like we don't have the power of the government, yada, yada, yada. But he yeah. says, so I'm paraphrasing because obviously it doesn't say yada, yada, yada in the comic book, but he says something to the effect of, uh, we have the power of rock and roll and our amps set to 11 or something like that. Okay. It's silly, uh, but it kind of gives me goosebumps a little bit just because of my affiliation with that culture. You know, uh, I like that costume. I think it's neat. Uh, aside from that, my favorite costume so far is the, um, like the, the shocker type costume. Okay. Like the, the electric insulated costume. Yeah. Uh, it may it turns Spidey into a little bit of a thick boy. Yeah, a lot, yeah. some of those do. Like like a a, a donk fella, you know. <laughs> it it changes his dimensions. Yeah, like thick with two C's, you know. Yeah, I mean some of those. Like there is one costume in particular where he's a he's buff. It doesn't even look like the same is dude. It, is it the Ghost Rider costume? Yes, because he's love that costume. huge in that costume. Yes. I don't have that one yet, but you know that I shamelessly look up any spoilers and all that. I've already looked at all of the costumes. So that costume is, I didn't know about it. And as soon as it unlocked, I was like, what in the world is this? I had to buy it. Like it was a very cool costume. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's all white and he's got a flaming skull head, like blue fire coming yeah. out of his head. But he's like, he's ripped as hell. Like, he's just I don't necessarily like know the backstory of that costume very well. I don't know the backstory of any of them. But I it just has to cool. do with a Ghost Rider crossover. And it's just in a story arc I've never read. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of these Marvel characters is they can, they can kind of do whatever they want with them. Yeah. There's no really, there's no continuity. Con- con- continuity. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. So it just, it can be whatever it wants to be. And that's the beauty of this game. This game kind of takes what you know about Spider-Man and his story and takes elements from that, but they kind of take their own liberties with it, which makes it a very interesting story. One of the biggest, uh, okay. I didn't think when I got into the game, hold on before we branch off too far, I do need to make this distinction. 
I really like the Spider-Punk. It is Malone's favorite right now, but my all-time favorite is the Spider-Man Noir. Uh, is that the black one with the... the Like the old-timey... Yeah. One? That one yeah. is cool. I, I did rock that one for a little bit. And that was a good storyline in the comics, too. I don't know anything about that one, either. I won't go into it, <laughs> but... I love that costume. It's my favorite. What about I was I, for a good portion of the game, I was using the the gold and red one, the metallic one, like the 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 one like the iron Spidey. It's one of those. Yeah, it's like right in the middle of the board of the grid. OK, I haven't gotten that costume yet. OK, but is it similar to the one from Avengers no. snap of Thanos maybe infinity war. That's the word I was looking for. Maybe similar to that one. I think so. It yeah. was really, really cool. It's just, it's just a metallic suit, like an Iron Man suit. Basically. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. And then my second favorite, the one I rocked the most is the, uh, the, uh, comic book version, Spider-Man. Oh, that one's so cool. It is. I it, don't have that one yet, but that's the one I'm building. Towards. I love it. But here's one thing I don't like about it is it kind of takes you out of the story moments because they'll have the cut scenes with the other characters and he's got this like thick illustrative look. Come, it's it's like a, um, what do you call that? Cell shaded. Yeah, it's cell shaded. I think it's modeled after the uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man costume. It, yes, from that's Xbox. what it looks like. That's yeah. what it looks like. So and it looks really cool in the game, but whenever this cell shaded Spider-Man is talking to Mary Jane or somebody and they have the more realistic look. It just, it's yeah. weird. And but the black and yellow one that you get early in the game is pretty bomb too. You know, the, all of them are They're cool. just so cool. They are. It's, my, the one that I think looks best is like so far, like aside from like my preference of like, aesthetically speaking, I like the Spider-Man noir and I like the Spidey punk, you know, and they all look great. But as yeah. far as like when you're playing and you're getting down to the brass tacks of like, you know, the, the suspension of disbelief that you are, Spider-Man. Yeah. The uh the Stark suit that looks like the one from uh from the movies, like with the black trim. There's classic red and blue with the little Spidey logo yeah. and the black trim. I think that one looks the best I think, when uh, you're playing. I think well, so I like that one. Of the ones I have. I like the looks, classic suit myself. Yeah. The one that he wears by default in the very beginning of the game yeah. that gets torn up. Yeah. That one And that me, one looks great. Yeah, I mean to me, Spider-Man, that is the iconic suit that I like to see. Right. But beyond that, I mean, it's it's cool that you can, like, literally change your costume whenever you want. Like, oh, okay, this one's getting kind of old. Let's try something else. And it's just, it always, it's like yeah. giving a fresh coat of paint on Spider-Man. It's, yeah. it's so many options. I love it. Uh, they get they get kind of pricey there towards the end if you're not doing the side quests and side missions and stuff. Uh, like, some of them require base tokens. And or no challenge tokens. Have you gotten to the challenges yet? Oh yeah, the challenges suck. The taskmaster challenges. I haven't made it to a lot of them, yeah. but I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a nut for a good side quest. So the this game I played, I beat it like yesterday. So the the majority Did you beat your completion run, almost almost. The only thing I haven't done yet is buy all the suits and this is why i'm talking about how expensive they are you have to do the challenges and the challenges are really hard like you have one where you have to chase down a drone and catch it you got another one where you have to disarm three bombs that are located in different parts of the city you have another one where you have to beat up a certain number of guys within a time limit and then you have one more that is just strictly stealth and you have to be really quick and stylistic with taking down uh all these bad guys and that's base area within a certain time limit and you get scored or rated based upon your time 
and you've got silver, gold, and bronze. Bronze is not bad to get. Silver I can get on most all of them, but gold is damn near impossible. And you get one token for bronze, two tokens for silver, three tokens for gold. And so you have to get gold in order to to get all the costumes that you have to buy. All right, so on the costume screen, at the bottom, there are two costumes that show up that you can't get. Right. Is that the wrestler? No. And Spider-Man? Oh, wait. I think the wrestler is one, but I don't think it's that one. Okay. Not one of those bottom two? The bottom two... Oh, like the the most bottom two? I don't remember what those are, to be honest. Because from the the, like thumbnail down there, it looks like... His wrestler alter ego. Yeah. From when he first starts. Yeah, I think and one of that is one of them. Spider-Man 2099. 2099 is probably one of them as well. Okay. There's several different variants of the 2099 Spider-Man. Yeah. Um Yeah, there's it's 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 hard. Like I don't know. That's the one thing that's keeping me from completing the game. Like I've done everything else literally. Well, take that back. There all the crime missions that you have to do, you know, like the red yeah, um, like where you had to stop a crime in progress. Yeah. So once you get towards the end of the game, a bunch of those open up and it's more, I think each district has about 25 to 30 Oof. of those crime missions. And yeah, they get, they get kind of old and you'll, I'll, I got to the point where I was just swinging through the city going my next thing. And every time I saw one, I would stop and do it, stop and do it, stop and do it. And I've completed two districts but I haven't completed the others and it's like, Oh, now it's just tediousness to go back and do right. that. So that's, that's one thing that I got to do. The other thing I got to do is get all the costumes. And then there's one other thing where I have to get so many captures using the trap device that he has. Right. So at this point, as much as I would like to finish it and get those last trophies, I don't know that I will. I think I'll just leave it as is. That's fair. It's, I, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth out of the game for sure by now. And it's so good. I loved every minute of it. It's everything a new Spider-Man game needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So the storyline, like when I got the Spider-Man game, I was, I was thinking, yeah, cool. Now I can uh, swing through the city, stop crimes, you know, and I never once thought about the storyline. That was never like something that made me want to play this game. I just thought it was going to be kind of a throwaway story. Dude, let me tell you that story. It really is good like it really sucked me in i really dig that they gave us an established adult spider-man yeah you know, yes he's exactly and doing it right you know because i did i did not want to suffer through another origin story i i really didn't either like you know i was not interested and at they all. very well could have done that they could have but i mean we've got a box office high school Spidey right now. Yeah. Which I also liked the tie-in that they had costumes that Tom Holland would wear in the movies. Right. You know? Because it kind of ties that together a bit, especially since it's actually a Marvel game. Right. You know? Also, if you look at the design of Peter Parker in the video game, it is Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Daniel (laughs) Daniel Garfield all just... It's like they locked the three of them in a cage together and made them run headlong into each other as fast as they possibly could. I don't think I ever got that impression. But if you if you look, they took traits of all three of them, yeah, and turned it into this guy. I could see that. I mean, it's yeah. like it's like this crazy amalgam of all three of them. Would you Would you think of Spider Man as a character in this game, though? I liked that he's still snarky and you know wordy, 
Yeah. But it's not every two seconds. He's not launching it off was, one-liners. It and, was often enough, though, I thought. And it was often enough, but it, it wasn't overwhelming like Spider-Man games of the past, where it's like every time you swing at a bad guy, you know? Yeah. He's like, ooh, better than grandma's pumpkin pie, or whatever. The thing... Whatever the, Spider-Man would say, you know? The thing I thought about him as a character, though, was like, I liked, I liked his... I liked his uh, like his morality, like how he is as a person and everything. Yeah, but his his one liners fell flat with me like nine times out of ten. And well, and I think that's because a lot of his one liners don't even come across as like one liners. You know, like a lot of his stuff is like, look at it this way, guys. You'd spend way more time in prison if I had let you break in. Yeah, you know, it was just and it's just like, well, okay. I mean, that's it's a very Spider Man thing to say. It. It was enough to kind of be like, okay, I've I kind of had enough with your very uh, flat, not funny one-liners, you know. Right. But it, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. It was just it was a little bit of an annoyance. Yeah. If there's a gap in the dialogue right there, it's because we just went off on like a six-minute <laughs> tangent trying to not reveal a bunch of spoilers about we, Spider-Man, oh, and man, then just we ended <laughs> just balls deep in spoiler territory. Yeah. Yeah, so, dude. <laughs> we, did, we didn't properly talk about this game before we start recording, but yeah, there's some, that's what I'm saying about the story, man. There's some heavy shit that it's goes on. It's a deep on. story. I will be flat out honest with you. This game, this game gave me the feels at the end, man. Like did I was it? legitimately getting teared up. Should I avoid game. Googling the end? Don't Google the end. Don't you do I it, I know Ryan. how you are about seeing spoilers. The story, follow it out to the end, dude. It's really I mean, I'm good. already halfway through it. I yeah. don't remember the last time I made it halfway through a video game. You finish it. You, you, yeah. It's not that long of a game. And it's, it's, I think I'll probably finish it this week and then I'll pester you about uh, finishing your run with Red Dead so I can play it. Oh, dude, it's going to be a while. <laughs> that game is going to take me a while. But uh, yeah, the uh, the storyline, like it, it's it's so much more like I would I would venture to say that my two top games that I well, shit, my three top games that I've played, it's second place on as far as story. Yakuza Zero would be number one. Then this. Than God of War. God of War is it, far. I think the storyline in Spider Man is far better than the God of War story. And so you're you're putting this top three video game stories you've ever played. No, this year. This oh, year. okay. Because I was like, that's a whole lot of back no, no, back, no. backlog that you're skipping and just naming 2018. I, I'm just going with games that I've played this year. Okay. I, I, to, to be honest with you, I was really let down by God of War storyline, and I was really like surprised by Spider Man story. Dude, I don't know if you recall, but I was kind of let down by God of War altogether. I remember you liked it, but it didn't interest you enough it, to continue. I yeah, I think I played about 12 hours of it. Yeah. And well, I mean. That's the cool thing that about Spider-Man it. that I love is like I never get sick of swinging through that city, man. Never. Right. And my you know I don't take time to play a whole lot of video games. Yeah. I stay way too busy. And when I'm not busy, I'm usually finding something to busy myself. Right. Uh but I'm playing this with Malone, you know? I'm playing it with Fabig and we're taking turns and I'm explaining to him like the characters and their backstories yeah. and the comic books. And the references that they make and all of that while we're playing it. So it's like genuine quality time right. that we're spending on this game. So I've dumped like a whole lot of hours into it. I'm 40% of the way through the storyline, but yeah. I've probably dumped 25 hours into this game. Well, and the story does the story completion percentage doesn't count the side stuff that you do either. No. But you know how I am with side stuff and the fact that I've managed to complete 40% of the game? Yeah. 
I don't think, I think I got in like six months of playing Breath of the Wild, I think I got like 17% into the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, the cool thing about this game is there is never a dull moment. Like, I, yeah. Swinging through, there's always crimes to be had. They unlock the brilliant thing about this game, and I wish more open world games would do it this way, is they, they let you open up the full map right at the get-go like i can go through and activate all those towers and open the full map but they don't give you all the side missions right there at the beginning you have to unlock them as the story progresses which is awesome because you don't feel super overwhelmed with all these points on the map that you need to go to so you can just like oh i'm gonna do some side missions for a while and then okay now i'm ready to do the story right do some more story that to me is brilliant i will say this I've been a little bit bummed that it's only Manhattan, that you can't get out to the boroughs. Well, I mean, that's okay because this game lends itself to a sequel. And I definitely think that they did that on purpose just in case they get the blue light to, or green light to make a the blue light. Blue light. <laughs> I'm so bad with stuff like that. But this <laughs> game, like I want a sequel. I would totally play a sequel. They've, they've had their run at it and they did a great job. And I think if they could improve on things that, I felt like they did already really well. Yeah. We could have an awesome sequel with this game. I mean, yeah. And it, it's a great game so far. I'm excited to keep playing it. Yeah. I mean, well, and it uh, was it was one of the only games of the past two years I was excited to see come out. So uh, Me too, dude. I was pumped. So pumped for this. And it's not very often that I want to complete, like fully complete a game. And this game made me do that. And I love it for that. And it's... It's it's a great game, but I wanted to mention something else about the story real fast. This game, what is what is Peter Parker like know f- at least 50% of his, the main villains? Like they got to have some kind of personal relationship with the villains before they become villains and Right. That took me out of the story a little bit because most of the main villains in this game, he knows. Well, that's kind of true to form to the comic books. It sucks. That's if you go back and read the origin stories of S- Spider-Man's villains. Yeah. He in any given universe did intern with Dr. Octavius or Dr. Doctopus as yeah. Malone calls him. Um, you know, I don't know if uh, the crocodiles in this one, but he's not. He did work with that guy. I know the Green Goblin's not in it because Green Goblin is my all-time favorite villain. Yeah. And I would know if he was in there. But, of course, he's got that familiar tie with Norman Osborn. Right. Because of his buddy, Harry. Right. And they play that relationship in the game, which I think there will... There has to be a Green Goblin DLC at some point. You know, Unless you they think, lead up to a sequel and the Green Goblin's That's what I'm thinking. Like, that, they get to save that for a sequel. That or Venom. Venom would be awesome in a sequel. Venom would be rad. Yeah. And he's got a familiar relationship with Eddie Brock. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Because the whole, the the general thesis, the the center point of Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, the the Thanksgiving cornucopia with which the family of storylines gathers around Mm -hmm. is that with great power comes great responsibility. And if you're going to be the Avenger and be the good guy and take out the bad guys and take all this responsibility on yourself and have secrets, you have to understand that even the best intentions will come back to hurt you or the ones around you. Right. So and every action has an equal and opposite reaction. All these things are central to Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. And his storylines and his his mythology or his mythos or whatever the word would be. And so it makes sense that all of these 
strings and story arcs would develop off of a central hub of who he knows his and relationship is associated with, with because in some way or another each one of these baddies was spurred forward by being burned by Spider-Man some, in some capacity some sort of or or some sort of other cataclysmic event right so the in th- in in his attempt to abolish the bad in his city and in the world at large in a lot of stories he accidentally creates a lot of the big bads because it's not so much that he's in cl- such close proximity to all these motherfuckers that go wrong. Right. It's that all these normal motherfuckers didn't realize that they're in such close proximity to Spider-Man and get fucking boned by the kid and then turn into a bad guy. Yeah. So well, it makes sense. The- he's responsible for the bad guys. It was a long, it took me a long, it was a long journey to get there, but <laughs> I got there. The grand scheme of the story though, like every one of those villains that he has a personal attachment to brings a level of storytelling that makes you have an emotional attachment to yeah, the characters. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, while it may have taken me out of the story just a little bit, Ultimately, it was for the better that they did that because, yeah, some of the some of the character stories that finish out with the in the, within the game have a lot. That's like, like I said, I got the feels from it, and it had that character development not been there ahead of time, it probably wouldn't have had the same effect. You see, I'm in the opposite camp, being that I know the comic books and I know these backstories. Mm-hmm. The characters that he has personal affiliations with pull me further into the story. Right. Because of that emotional stake, because his whole thing is to save the ones he loves. And Mm -hmm. if he's trying to save his friends and family from the baddies and then comes to find out that his friends and family are the baddies. then that's where the entire central moral dilemma of Spider-Man. That's that's the key thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, The key point about Spider-Man as a character in general and anything movies comics this morality it's always morality always it's like what is the better decision to make in this moral like what what he's faced with difficult decisions all the time where either one one could be more on the selfish side one's more on the for the greater good of the people side you know and it's it's a tough position to be put in and i think it makes him a stronger character as a result have you ever sat down in like tabletop terms and tried to figure out what you think your real world morality would be no, no, <laughs> no. That's a little bit more psychological than psych- psychological than I typically get. Or just fucking nerdy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think you'd be like a like a neutral good. Oh, I'd be very neutral. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. With that. But I think you'd be on the good uh, spectrum. Like, you know, you're you're just kind of you're you're a good guy. Not even for the sake of just being good, but because it's like, why the fuck wouldn't I be good? Yeah. <laughs> I, of course I'm good. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm I'm probably chaotic good. <laughs> okay. I could see that too, actually. I don't necessarily think that. I had a buddy who used to used to dungeon master for four different Dungeons and Dragons groups. Damn. And he once told me that I would be chaotic good. And then explained to me the morality cycles. That's pretty cool. Well, you have a professional he, dungeon yeah, master. Yeah, he, he, he dubbed me the fuck up, dude. <laughs> well, to close things out with Spider-Man, that game was awesome. And the thing that I loved about it was the constant. <sighs> There's always something to do and you never get. I never got bored playing Spider-Man. No, I never. Know. It's, it's fantastic. I'm not going to talk about it, but I jumped into Red Dead right after I finished it. <laughs> 
Red Dead is the complete opposite of Spider-Man. Like Red Dead is a lot of spend a lot of time with nothing to do. You spend a lot of time riding from point A to point B on your horse. Like everything is so slow and deliberate. And it's just what dude, I will be completely honest with you. When I played it yesterday, I've nodded off at least twice. Well, th- OK, I haven't picked the game up yet. Haven't started playing it, but. Of my core group of people that I talk to about video games, mm-hmm. I'm the only one who hasn't started it yet. I don't think it's the game for you. And that may be the office job of games for me. <laughs> uh, every one of you guys that I've talked to about it has mentioned it having a slow start, having a bit of a slow pace. It's not even a slow not, start. Not action-packed enough. Yeah. Or the, the my brother-in-law, Donovan... Uh, mentioned to me he was like he, you know it was a slow start now that i'm in the open world it's entertaining uh, i i haven't got that actually for you what, what was the word he used let me look at my text machine i'll tell you i started off the game thinking oh great the storyline like immediately like i wanted to i wanted to be a part of it and figure right. out what's going on but immediately they put you on a horse and you're riding from point a to point b and it takes you like five fucking minutes to get there and you, you know you listen to dialogue along the way and all the all the while i'm sitting here holding x going like this <laughs> nodding off dude it was it was it's so slow now i had heard that basically there's there's two divisive camps or divided camps rather about how to play the game and they're the people that are playing just mainline story right and that is you know ride your horse have a conversation have a shootout ride your horse talk to somebody have a shootout and it's relatively fast paced you get a lot of shootouts get a lot of action bang 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 you know and then there's the people that are like let's go this direction instead and side quest this shit and immerse ourselves in the cowboy life yeah but from the couch yeah and those are the people that are like, I nodded off quite a bit, but also now I know how to virtually hog tie a calf and virtually go hunting. Right. I mean, there is this game is so incredibly detailed. It blows my mind. Right. Yeah. Uh, the amount of detail. But I think as a result, they created something that's a little bit boring and monotonous. Yeah. I mean, literally, like. He gets off of his horse and it takes him forever. He, you know, you got to mount up. You got to, you got to shoot. Okay. There's one part early in the game where you got to go hunting and you got to go hunt for deer. You use a bow and arrow, which is cool. Well, you get to shoot the deer and I shot the deer in a wrong place, apparently. So he started taking off running. And, uh, so I go over and chase him and then he falls over and he's like, he's doing all that. Yeah. Make it some like, it's some, it was so sad, detailed. Yeah. Like I felt Genuinely, I can't talk tonight, man. Genuinely, genuinely upset for this deer, and I had to put it out of its misery. So it's laying there on the ground, hollering, and I put an arrow in its head and finish it off. Yeah, hey, you're a terrible cowboy. <laughs> I'm bad. So you have to. Well, pick I guess. Up the I guess deer. you were. You're a terrible deer boy. Yeah. Well, you have to pick up the deer. A terrible doe boy. And you have to <laughs> haul him over to your horse. Yeah. And then after you get him on the horse, you got to ride back to your camp, and it's just like it's. It's so slow, man. It's so slow. Like it's the fucking fast travel. Yeah, I was like, okay, I got the deer. Take me back. Let's finish this out. But nope, you got to sit there and watch. And it's snow. You're in the snow, so snow naturally will slow you down, especially with how deep this snow is. And it's just, dude, I I I love the storytelling and I love the characters. I don't quite love the gameplay yet. I'm still early that on. That is how I felt about God of War. Okay. 
I felt it was just great I story, great characters, too slow. The gameplay in God of War to me was equivalent equivalent of Spider Man. Really? I never got bored playing God of War. Mm. I loved it. You're you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think Red Dead would be for you. Probably not. Honestly, I think we're in a season of games that I spent years being fucking hyped for that aren't for me. Oh man, on that note. I don't I even to- want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this note. I, I played Fallout 76. Do re mi fa so la ti. Don't fucking talk about Fallout. I played Fallout 76. <laughs> played the beta yesterday. Um, I've got some words to say about that beta. Let me, let me, let Are they me positive and will reinforce my desire to play a new fallout game. I've, I've got some positive, but I got a heck of a lot of negative. So, um, let me, let me summarize this to start with by saying I canceled my pre-order after I got done, which uh, okay. says a lot. If you're going to open with that, is there actually more of a conversation to have? <laughs> Let's talk real world application here. Like you just, you just, you said I have things I want to say about this game. Also, I can't fuck that. that. Here's the entire conversation. Cancel, bitch. So uh, okay, this game is just not for me. I I think there's an audience for this game. I'm just not the audience. Uh, Let me explain to you why. What system did you start it on? PS4. Okay. Uh, and I, I mean, okay. I can't what, believe you canceled. Do you still get your beta if you canceled your subscription or your, your pre-order? Well, I mean, I already played the beta, so yeah. You already played the whole beta. Well, I played as much as I want to like play. Like you played a beta session, yes, right? Yes. But do you still have access to the beta at this point? I think actually, technically, the beta is still going on right now, but uh, I don't have any desire to go play it. It's it's yeah, they, me neither. It's <laughs> honestly, dude. You play Fallout Four. Yeah. You played Fallout 3? Yeah. Then you've played this game. Did But what about Fallout New Vegas? Uh, ne- oh, New Vegas? You played that? Then you've played this game. I just, that's I, the problem. That's what I, I have fucking with hate it. about what Fallout has become yeah. is that I love it so immensely. Look at your own shirt right now. What is the cartoon facsimile of me Dude, that I chose? That that doesn't matter. Because that's still Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. You know, the Fallouts that you love are still amazing. That doesn't mean they can. I just, I don't. I don't I don't want this guy to fade away. <laughs> Dude, the game is okay. Let me let me just also say this. Yeah, I played if I a had, new Mega Man beta and it sucked too. Well, I don't expect you to like Mega Man. I love the new Actually, Mega I Man. I played game. a new um, a new Mega Man demo with Malone and it was fucking fantastic. The uh, Mega Man uh the new one? Yeah. Yeah, I it love was it, phenomenal. Dude. I already bought it. I've already been playing it. Um, I've played the demo like 27 times. <laughs> Have you beaten that level yet? That level is tough. No, I get halfway through it and then Malone's like, is it my turn? And then immediately dies. Yeah, so I hard. get frustrated and go eat grapes. Yeah, there you, Dude, I love me some grapes. I bought some grapes tonight. Are they the Woo! purple ones? No, green ones. But they were they were so thick and they have like this. The grapes that pop in your mouth when you chew on them. Oh, yeah, dude. Grapes. I love some thick grapes, man. I love <laughs> some thick mouth popping grapes. Here's the thing about Fallout 76. If I had people to play with me, I think I would play it. Yeah. But as a game that you play by yourself, eh, it's not so much. It starts off kind of strong. I will say that. Like, you you wake up in the, the vault, and it's like the 100th anniversary of being in the vault or something. I can't remember. I wasn't paying too much attention. But basically... You get to leave the vault and they want you to go start a new civilization, new city, new town. And uh, so you get out there and you kind of go do your thing. And they 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 have quest givers like 
you're trying to go track down this woman and she leaves notes along the way, but it took me a while to figure out how to find a gun or then you have to craft. You, you don't really find a lot of stuff. You find materials and you have to craft pretty much everything. Um, so it's, it's just like really, really survival centric. I guess. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, it's still fallout. You know, I did read that they, they said that fallout 76 is not the definitive future of fallout. It's just something. It's just a doing. spinoff to do. Online it's something stuff. they're doing, like Elder Scrolls Online. It was cool to see other players. I mean, immediately, like. But what can you do with the other players? Did you, you can, did you, you shoot somebody? Not yet. You have to be level five before you can shoot at people. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So okay, the world ends, <laughs> and I go crawling out into the first rays of sunshine out of Vault Seventy Six as one of the only survivors of the previous vestiges of humanity. Right. And I get out there among the wastes. I find myself a handy dandy shoosty shoot, or a machete, or a machete, and some other blue and yellow clad yeah. individual comes to me and says, "Hey, fuck you! I survived. Let's fight it out." I might well, hold on. I'm not level five yet. You gotta wait. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, they don't want people to camp the entrance of the uh, vault and kill people as they come out. I think that that would really reinforce the entire idea of what Fallout is. But it would really I mean, all of these people are vault dwellers and they're all getting out and trying to start a civilization and they all have already lived together. So is Vault 76 like where you spawn as like your your hub community? Yeah. That's where you start. Yeah, everybody but, starts there. But whenever you start the game back up, do you start back there as a hub? Well, you, when you save and exit, you'll start wherever you Like, are. you know when you play DC Universe Online, mm-hmm. you start back at, like, the Hall of Heroes or whatever. It is. That What's Hall of Heroes from? I don't know. That's f- from... Is that from Fable? That sounds like Fable. Yeah? I would agree with that. Oh, yeah. Side note, have we ever talked about John Molyneux needing to get back on the ball and make another Fable? Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. No, I'm talking about John, his <laughs> his less successful brother. <laughs> um, I, I, We've talked yeah, about yeah. it before. I'm done with Fable. I don't. I, I give well, I guess we're done with Fallout too. Honestly, I am. I feel like I am. And here's <sighs> the thing: this is the end of something I love. The well, I mean, maybe you might love it. Who knows? It's, well, okay, if this if Fallout 76 crashes and burns, which it sounds largely like it is gonna, because mm-hmm. they even announced whenever the game actually gets released in a few weeks. It's still not a complete game. Right. And apparently there's some bug that eats the entire thing. Like eats the entire. It's like a, a, there's a bug in the game. I didn't read much about it. I didn't read into it. But apparently there's like a glitch that if it kills the whole beta for you. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And then I started talking about it as though I do. And now I feel uh, largely foolish. Well, that's all right. There might be some truth there that somebody can pick from. I bet if you Googled. Beta eating bug Fallout 76. You would You'll get an article it. on what I'm talking about. There you go. So do that shit. <laughs> well, here's the but thing. But by the time a good one comes out, what if people don't fucking care anymore? That's the, that's the problem. And here's the biggest problem I have with it is this game feels like it's not evolving. I feel like I'm playing the same game that I played 10 years ago with Fallout 3. Just with less options. Right. And the world is so... Uh, there's not enough to do there. Like you, I, well, that's true to form a, for, for an MMO. Well, no, I mean, given that I just came from Spider-Man and there's shit to do everywhere and I jump in the fallout and I got to walk down this road forever. It's a beautiful game. 
It's a beautiful looking game. It looks great. But then I get to a house and I go loot this house and the loot that I find is very sparse. Like there's really nothing there. And uh, then you got to go walk for a while more. There's just not enough going on in this world. And then you find all these materials, but you don't really know what you can do with them yet. And uh, we're getting notes over there (laughs) under the door. (laughs) Should Should we read them? Uh, I don't think you can. They're from Owen. Owen Scribble writes. No, Owen is Owen some... is in a phase in his life where he is an artistic little guy. He loves to draw. So, the thing about the thing about the beta is like it's the first fan mail I've ever gotten. Oh, there is something on there. Okay, read that out for me, dear Daddy. I made this for you. I know it's very special for you. I know you love Spider Man because he can shoot webs out. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. All right. I think that is a bus with bunny ears. Yeah, sure. Looks good to me. There's that's Sonic. Sonic. Looks like Sonic. That, that's Sonic. That's Spider Man. I think that's the world. Yeah. And that is a star without arms. There you go. Owen's in a stage where he likes to draw and then he wants to write a note, but he'll have one of us kind of dictate exactly what he wants to put. Yeah. On. That's awesome. So, uh, like, the world is... I went into a town, and uh, it's just full of houses and stuff, and there's little convenience stores. And there's a lot of buildings there. I was like, yes, let's go loot this town. You know, like uh, like a game, open world game should be, let me go into all of these buildings. They're small buildings. You know, that's not going to take that much memory to be able to do that. I would think all of the buildings are closed except for a select few that you can go into. So it further limits your explore exploration of the as world. opposed to like fallout four where every door is something you can figure out how to get into. Is it that way? I don't know. I didn't play enough fallout four to or fallout three or fallout new Vegas. It, it was, if you're in a town, you can loot pretty much every building. You can houses, find a way in. There's houses with wooded up doors and you just simply cannot get in. Well, that's, that's true to form for an online game though. Sure. And get the, a freaking the, hammer and open it up and get in there. And the, the scarcity of settlements and the scarcity of places to go and things to do. Yeah. And the long stretches of nothing to see. That is, that's, that's part and parcel of those online games. That's the reason I never got into world of Warcraft. That's how I feel about those big online games. Even a game like, you know, I've played a lot of DC Universe online right. in my life. That game, I mean, like, you could go to any given building and not be able to go in it. Right. Which, I mean, we're complaining about that, and we just, you know, we just gave so much credit to, you know, Spider-Man. You're in Manhattan and can't get into any of the True, buildings. True, but it's a different but scale. It's a different scale, and, I mean, look at how much memory it takes to build Manhattan in a game. Right. And plus, we're used to Fallout games where you, like I just said, you can go to a settlement and find a way into most, if not all, of the buildings. Well, the thing is, there's not enough buildings to go into to begin with. To, to Why even not matter? open them all up? Yeah, right. It's it. It just felt like there wasn't enough. Like I would, I was spending more time traveling, trying to find something. Yeah, to do. fighting mole rats and dogs and ticks. It has giant ticks. Disgusting. Freaking ticks in there, man! I hate that's ticks. gross. It is. They're Can, they're the you know the big fat ticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're those, but they're like huge. And whenever you hit them, they turn red, and they explode into blood when you kill them. They're, gross. they're disgusting. That's nasty. But I mean, even if I had friends to quest with me and go around and do things, I would get bored. Like You'd just spend a lot of time walking around with said friends. Yeah. So this isn't like this isn't like Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls Online did never felt like a Elder Scrolls game to me. 
at all. Like it felt more like an open world game, like, like an MMO. MMO. Yeah. Right. Fallout 76 feels more like a Fallout game. It feels exactly like a Fallout game. So they've accomplished that part of it. They just haven't done enough to pr- improve on the formula. Like I, I want I mean, something new and different and it's not that. I, f- I feel like with Fallout 4, they pumped out so many things like the, you know, the, the expansion on crafting and then you can build a, you know, build a settlement and then right. you can build robots right. and build traps and this and that and the other, you know, like all of these crazy expansions and DLCs that it was like, we didn't necessarily, you know, build a, a better expanded, more capable game, but here's some bits and pieces you can throw on it. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like having a really cool leather jacket that you love and you've worn that leather jacket for three seasons and it starts to get a little worn out and you've worn it for a few years already. So you're a little bored with it, you know, but then I think this is a story that can only be related to you. The same. (laughs) Continue. The same company you fuck you, dude. The same company you bought this leather jacket from says, hey, this is our new leather jacket 4.0 new and improved. And you get it and you're like, Hell yeah, this takes me back to when that leather jacket was new. But then you break it in and it's still kind of the same leather jacket. So then they're like, wait, here's a new zipper. (laughs) And then here's some pins. And here's a cool collar you can put on it. And that's Fallout 4. Patches. Is the new jacket with all the new, oh, patches. That's a good one because it relates to games too. Well, yeah. Uh, So that's the, Fallout 4 was the new leather jacket you bought when the old one started to wear out. Sure. And instead of new and improved, it's pretty much the same shit. You just decorated it better. Yeah. And now I feel like from what I'm hearing about Fallout 76 is like when you've worn that new leather jacket with all the cool shit all over it and then gone, you know what? I kind of miss my old leather jacket. And then you put it on and you're disappointed by how many fucking holes are in it. Uh, Yeah. Or tell me that wasn't a great analogy yeah i mean yeah that works definitely but you can also share this leather jacket with friends that's the other kind of key feature like they set out to create a fallout like when i played fallout 3 i always wanted it to be online and i thought the game would be awesome to play with my friends that was 10 years ago you know that was 10 years ago i need more than just being able to play with my friends i need a better experience and this game this it's lacking it's just not doing it and, and i think- honestly i i feel online games in general like that uh they're just a lacking culture i don't i don't i i well, I games. play more games than you, so shut up. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can <laughs> to totally... Turn the mean corner this episode. <laughs> I, I could totally get behind some really great cooperative games. Like, I think this game could be good if... There's just not enough going on. There's just not enough going on. That's that's really the problem, and there are glitches. You know, this game comes out in, like, what, a week or two? Yeah. Very soon. And this beta is not good. They're not be able to change anything between the time the beta is when the actual game launches. I, maybe they need to give it another year before they launch. It, it needs more time. It really does. You know, my like, buddy, my buddy Dylan shout out cat snake. What up? Wow. That sounded exactly <laughs> like a cat snake. Nice. You know what a cat snake is? No, it's a ferret. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan had some ferrets. And then whenever we were playing PUBG mobile, he asked me what his code name should be. And I told him it should be cat snake. There you go. Yeah. So he's cat snake. All right. Uh, he knows my fallout fandom. Yeah. Uh, very, very well. Actually, he's who 
bought and gifted me my copy of Fallout 4. Awesome. Whenever it came out. Uh, he pre-ordered and started playing the beta the other night. And I was like, dude, how was it? You know, saw him at work and was like, how, how was it, man? Tell me how it was. And he was like, it is a very good thing for you and your heart that you did not pre-order Fallout 76. <laughs> oh, so is, he has the same uh, He had the same impression. Uh, my brother had the same impression. Yeah. Two of my other gamer friends had the same impression. Everybody, like I said, there's like five of you guys that I, all of you guys buy the new releases. Right. And I don't. Yeah. So I ask all, ask you all how it's going and live vicariously until one of you uh, inevitably, you know, gets their fill and then goes, do you just want to play it? And I go, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely the, do. the secondhand gamer. Oh man, that's a really, really great. Like that's that's a great title, the secondhand game. <laughs> it's true. I should start a spinoff podcast where I review everything a few months after, a few years, after. a few years after. <laughs> By the time nobody's interested, I'll be not like Fallout like, seventy six review, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Per- perfect <laughs> example, Titanfall two. You're telling me how you got Titanfall two, and I was like, "Dude, I, was I like, played that game like many years ago." I was like two years behind the power curve <laughs> yeah. on that one, right? Yes. I thought it was a newer game than that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I played enough of it that I don't have any desire to play it again. So I was like, that's great, man. Yeah, uh, because yeah. I went and told everybody that I got Titanfall 2. And everybody was like, ah, all right. Okay, cool. And so I was like, well, fuck it. I don't want to play this game if nobody wants to play with me. Because I tried to jump into like the multiplayer arena. And there was like, you know, there, there was limited pickings like internationally of people that were playing wow. that game. Yeah. Like, I mean, I say limited, you know, like it was it took me like 20 minutes to find a full match. Shit. Yeah. Wow. And maybe it was that day. Who knows? Maybe Titanfall. I, I just was... don't see that many people playing that game anymore. Well, no, no. It's it, it was fun at the time, but it wasn't it wasn't game changing or anything. Not whenever they could wet their beaks on some sweet, sweet, boring Fallout seventy six. Actually, <laughs> it was no Overwatch. See, Overwatch has legs. Titanfall did two did not. Overwatch, I don't think has dropped off at all yet. I mean, they just announced another character yesterday. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't dropped off at all. No. You know what I think. Fortnite is dropping off. Am Fortnite is dropping off. You know why Fortnite is dropping off? Because they kept trying to say they were the fucking best game in the world. No, I think it's dropping off because it has a really good competitor right now. And I am, I am like head deep into this game. Uh, and that's the new Call of Duty, man. Head deep. That's not a phrase. It's <laughs> not a phrase. <laughs> you got the blue light to play this new Call of Duty. Everybody needs to start trademarking my miss. My miss. <laughs> you blue light. I'm a head deep in it. <laughs> That's not very deep, fella. No matter how you cut, no matter how you cut that. What is it? Knees deep. Knee deep. Knees deep. Balls deep. Balls wrist deep. deep. Head deep. Head deep. Head, head deep head is deep. high. Oh, That's so like, you're like standing at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. And you're head deep. Head deep. Okay. I it's was just. I was thinking like you I, were just, you were <laughs> starting with the head. No, no, I've, no. I've but I've but crested my forehead. <laughs> Into Still the, into the deep, deep waters. I'll tell you what. I tell you what goes on in my head. It's like that phrase is there, and I know what it is. I'm going to say the first thing that comes to mind. Oh shit! I know that's not right. Say <laughs> so it was on the tip of my elbow there. 
It's exactly. Dude, I am not a quick thought speaker. I have to think out my words before I say them. If you would say these phrases, but lift your eyebrows at the same time, you would convey enough confidence that I wouldn't second guess you. I need to start doing that. Yeah. Every time you lift your eyebrows and say something fucky, I'd be like, oh shit, that boy is saucy right now. I am... I'm, I'm not stepping into the ring with that that's man's a, that's logic. That's the thing. Like, I, I just need to have the confidence you just to need say some, it. You gotta, you gotta get some power brows, dude. I will remember that for next time. Fuck yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, that that new blackout mode on Call Out or Call of Duty <laughs> got me all fucked up. Call out, Call Out seventy six. <laughs> that's a game where all you do is you make up shitty phrases and then tell your friends about it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Okay, I talked to Bethesda. They just got the blue light. They're they're head deep in production right now. <laughs> Fuck you. That's awesome though. <laughs> Dude, Blackout is amazing. Yeah. Blackout is amazing. Yeah. Let me let me get onto this this train real quick cause... Wait, have you started playing uh, Call of Duty Blackout yet? Blackout is amazing. <laughs> let me tell you how cool and amazing Blackout is. I bought that game on release day. I have literally played it if not every day, every other day since it came out. How many hours do you think you put oh, into shit. it so far? 30, 40, maybe more. Damn, son. And Amy plays it too. Amy is just as addicted to that game as I am, which is crazy because she don't play games. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I don't know how she even got interested in it. She did dabble in PUBG and she played PUBG Mobile for a while. And I think she saw that this is just a better version of yeah. PUBG and it interested her enough to give it a shot and now dude she's got like all kinds of friends on my PlayStation Network account that I don't I've never played with before they're all friends of hers that she met through playing the game and dude it's it's so good like that's awesome imagine if PUBG was giving given a fresh coat of paint given the responsiveness and controls of a Call of Duty game, that really good feeling when you shoot those guns, that that uh, accuracy when you aim, that everything that is so great about a Call of Duty, what makes a Call of Duty game fun, and put that into a PUBG style gameplay. Sounds fantastic. Royale, it's so good. It is so good. Like it's you drop off of an airplane. The games load quick. I mean, they're super fast. So you don't have to sit and wait around for the game to load or get a party ready. You know, like my friends will jump in with me. We'll get into a party, start the game. Boom. We're in the in the lobby waiting for the room to fill up. Takes all of a second or 30 seconds to fill up. Oh, that's that's and nice. They, they drop you into the map and the map has several key areas. And a lot of the areas are reminiscent of different things within the Call of Duty Black Ops universe. Like they've got the zombie area and uh, uh, the asylum is what they call it there. And they've got Nuketown. If you remember Nuketown from the, from the multiplayer games, Um, you can drop in those different destinations and, you know, you go around and go into different buildings and you literally can go into every building in this game, which is awesome. Yeah. And you pick up, you loot all your weapons, your, your backpack, your armor, your everything. And then it's just a matter of, Staying alive, and uh, I'm getting we're getting more notes over here. Getting more fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the other cool thing that they do about with this is they add in uh, zombies. Like there's zombies thrown into the mix. They're only in like, like three different locations. Like NPC zombies. Yeah, they'll just throw them in in the middle of a not not just PvP anywhere. Match? Like 
Yeah. Like if you're having a PVP in the asylum, they'll just. So the some, asylum is one of the places. So, like there's a graveyard next to the some, asylum. Some brain chong and fellas just show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It what it what happens is they have a they have a mystery box that's just like the mystery box from the original Black Ops in zombie mode, and it's got a little bear teddy bear sitting on top of it. And yeah. You have to collect things, and I don't remember what it was, and then the that mystery box will open and give you a good weapon, like a 50 cal sniper rifle or something like that. Like, you ever think about just a quick sidebar here, the, the production meetings when they started coming up with this shit. Oh, it had to been fun. Like whenever they're like, Hey, we had a really great military game. Yeah. And then we had another really great military game. It occurs to me that we make really, really fucking great military games. You know? Yeah. You know, we go to war guys. We fuck, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what can we do to make it better? And everyone's like, you know, like faster reaction times, better reload speeds, maybe some extended clips. Let's call in some airstrikes. Oh, yeah. Let's start parachuting. Better camo. More shit to walk into. And this guy at the other end of the table is like fucking undead people. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. I guarantee the first time around, they're like, shut the fuck up, Rod. <laughs> Go back to your cubicle. Okay. Go away. And yeah. the next time they're doing one, they're like, all right, well, we did this and we did it right. What about the next one? Well, let's do uh, like modern weapons, you know, like so the real like current shit, like some let's go from analog to digital, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, that gun from the last one was nice, but that was a rotary phone. Let's hit that Samsung shit this time around. Let's hit the iPhone guns. And then the guy at the end of the table is like, Bleh. What about some fucking zombies? zombies? And they're like, dude, just seriously shut the fuck up. Round three, he comes in and they're like, we've been thinking about zombies. He's like, fuck right, you have. Yeah. And then he gets promoted. And now now we are where we are. I don't think it happened like that at all. Oh. Good story, though. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, I. to be honest with you. <laughs> I am shocked that there is zombies in blackout mode at all. Like that was a cool kind of added little touch. But the the difference is they're not just everywhere. They're only in three specific spots and those spots never change. Like every time you drop there, there's always going to be where the zombies I are. Don't but, go in that bedroom. That's the zombie bedroom. But I mean, the zombies, you, the, the reason you would want to go there is some of the best weapons in the game are in those areas. And if you can take out the zombies and get them, then good, you have a good weapon, but you're also having to contend with any other person who's thinking the same thing. So it's immediately going to be like a shootout and you got zombies to worry about and other players. And it's a risk reward situation that you can get good weapons right at the beginning of the drop or just avoid the area altogether. It's, it's cool. It's a cool take on the, I mean, it sounds cool. I, it'll, it'll obviously be a while before I play it. It's, it's one of those games. Like a lot of people were upset that this game doesn't have single player. And me being one of those is like, why, why take out something that I love? I always play the single player in the Call of Duty games. It's the best part. I, I've probably sunk more time into this game than any other Call of Duty since the original Black Ops or Modern Warfare 4. Do you ever wish you could play as a zombie? Modern Warfare. Huh? Do you ever wish you could play as a zombie? Um, Never. Like, you know, like on uh, like the Star Wars games or Left 4 Dead. Left Left 4 Dead was a good game. Left 4 Dead is a franchise that needs to come back. Yeah. Did they ever have a three? No. Just one and two? One and Did two. Did you like one or two better? Two. Two was a good game. Yeah, two was good. But I'm, th- I'm talking like, like, 
Battlefront style, Star Wars Battlefront style, like where you like get enough kills and turn into fucking Darth Vader or Boba Fett or some shit. Yeah. You ever like think about when you're playing one of those games? You're like, I, if I got one more kill, it'd be kind of neat to turn into a, a brain munching, a brain muncher. No, I mean, you know, I don't think this is a, this is the game for that. Like, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to reappear on the map, just respawn, and one of your friends is like, "Hey, Adrian, hurry and respawn. We need your help." And instead, you respawn, and you're like, "I'd love to help you, but I'm gonna fucking bite you <laughs> instead." No, I don't. I, that means like. The Friday the 13th game? That's kind of like... Okay, well, I didn't play that one. I downloaded it, though. Yeah, And it was cool. a quick download, so... It's cool. It's not bad. Going I, played, it. I played one round, and I got to be uh, Jason, and that was fun. We had we had big plans to play that game. We did, but stream you know, it for I'll Halloween. what happened. Blackout came out, and I've Blackout came out. Dude, it yeah. came out, like, the same week that that game came out for free. And I, I, I cannot stop playing it. Like, I put Spider-Man on hold... Because I'm so addicted to Blackout on, and the multiplayer is fun too. Like my buddy and I were playing just a regular team deathmatch style multiplayer, dude. I haven't been this pumped and excited about a game since Overwatch. Overwatch is the last time that I was like really heavily involved with a multiplayer game, and a lot of Overwatch love this episode, dude. I love Overwatch. Do, do you still play it? No. But when was the last I, time you did play it? Shit, it's probably been six months or more. It's yeah, been a while. I think it's been over a year since I played it. I've plugged it, it in twice and done the the updates yeah. and then not played. I think whenever the last character was released was probably the last time I played it. Brigitte? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. That I was in the spring, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I it oh, yeah, because it's already been a year since I borrowed and played Wolfenstein 2. Oh, yeah. It's already been a year since Wolfenstein 2 came out. <laughs> Dude, and time flies, man. last time I plugged in Overwatch and did updates was the week before Wolfenstein 2 came out. So I haven't even... Oh, so it I has been even, over a year. I haven't even plugged the disc in in over a year. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to now because I think that new character looks pretty awesome. I didn't. I haven't checked out the new character. Oh, it's, it's a cowgirl. I can't remember her name. Well, of course it's a cow person. It's 2018. There are the no such things thing, as girls like, anymore. <laughs> the coolest thing about her announcement, they did a trailer where she's running through and interacting with the other characters that are there. And she's kind of like this badass. And then uh, what's the cowboy's name? Um, McCready. McCreed. He McCree steps in. And he goes, it's high. No-. She's like, shut up. And she knocks him off to the side. It was like she stops him mid phrase and like punks him, dude. It was it was cool. It <laughs> was. Yeah. And then uh, she, her special ability is that she has this big giant robot cowboy dude that she summons, and he comes out on the battlefield with guns blazing, and he can plow through people. Oh, but she it's looks, not like a, not like a robot suit, not like DVA style. No, it's okay. like a totally new character, like computer operated character. It's cool. Uh, it, it made me want to go back and rad. check her out. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. I'll yeah, she that looks out. more like a kind of precision shot, not not necessarily a sniper, like a sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which makes sense for a cowgirl, like, I like guess. a mid-range character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks cool, and I want to jump into it. But man, dude, I'm I'm gonna be on Call of Duty for a while. And let me just say that if you are into battle royale style, style games, or you've been waiting for a new like experience to kind of give you that excitement, this is the game for you, man. I I'm totally blown away with how much I love this game, and it's it's awesome because the night that we were just playing regular multiplayer. We 
we were getting so deep into it. Like I would get on killing sprees and the excitement, the thrill that I get from like, just bam, you're dead. Bam, you're dead. Bam, you're dead. And nobody can fucking touch me. I love it. It's like, that's like a high rush for me. You know, you can see it in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, you can. I, I get you so You lifted pumped. your eyebrows with authority when you said it. Dude, I'm telling you, those games. And you're a saucy boy that I will not fuck with if, right now. If if I had the time to invest in getting like super good at a game like this and being like competitive, I totally would. Oh. Like, I'm not, I'm not the competitive type, but this game makes me feel competitive. Like, I want to fuck people up and be the best. Yeah, know? dude. It, it, I love games like that, and it's it takes it takes like the perfect mixture, perfect formula, I guess, to bring that out in me. It's like and this game is doing that. It's like being at a skate night. You ever go to skate nights as a kid? Yeah. And that one really fast song, like Blue Dabba D, comes on, <laughs> and you are just ready to just fuck people. <laughs> up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I like, can relate to the that. The second that comes on, or like Sandstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, and you're just like, oh, fuck, my rollerblades can't handle this shit right now. I am on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I get that. And it's then the you're, same you're skating by everyone going, bang, bang, you're dead. Yeah. Bang, bang, you're, because that's what 12 year olds do. <laughs> for me, it was uh, ice skating. I got the same feeling. I'm glad you brought that up because that's really similar. Uh, I This is my first time to ever go ice skating. Yeah. This was only like, shit, six years ago. I get out there and I'm like, I got this. I got this. You know, kind of falling over, teetering a little bit. Like and doing then I, disco on Legos. I finally reached that point where I was like, I can do this. Fuck, I'm I'm doing this. And I felt in my head, I felt like I was a badass. You straight turned into Nancy yeah, Kerrigan and nobody could fuck with you. That's right. <laughs> I was jumping. I was doing those side stops, you know, like we oh. I okay, in my head, I, I felt like I was looking amazing, and everybody else looking at me probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? You know? <laughs> but I got so overcome. You looked like a cat on a leash. Yeah, I guarantee you, that's yeah. what you actually looked. Like. I was so overly confident in myself and feeling on top of the world, having that same kind of high that this game is giving me, Call of Duty is giving me. I went and we, it was time to go. They was like, all right, let's go. I go run over there to get to the the people where I was with, and then I. Went and tried to do that side stop. <laughs> Twisted my ankle, dude. And I was uh, right there. Last right minute. And the like right at the exit. To just the freaking clean place. ass clutch move, dude. Yes. Hit the ground. Fucking broke. You I felt no like I broke my ankle. Non fuck with a bull. I, that, that's when I let the let the high get to me. Maybe that's telling me something about this game. Maybe it's saying like, don't get your. Don't get too head high. deep in it. You're going to fuck up at the end. Yeah. It's just, dude, honestly, like, I'll get online and watch people on Twitch. Like, I'll watch Dr. Disrespect on Twitch. The dude is fucking amazing at this game, and I love watching him play. He's so good. His team is sitting there. They're playing Blackout, and he's got a teammate that's like, there's a guy there's up in the window, and they're using all these, like, fast terms, like, 256, 385, you know, because each direction is labeled by a number at the top of the screen. So you can yeah. point stuff to your teammates. Man, and I would get booted from a team like that. Lickety split. Yeah, homie. you would. I played that PUBG <laughs> mobile with you, man. Let me tell you, I was I was a little bit annoyed. <laughs> with. I couldn't tell if you were being serious or just fucking around, but I was like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I think about. I was half drunk. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. You had to have been. I, I was you drinking. Had been. I had been drinking a bit. <laughs> That night. Well, I've been playing for a long time already. Like, because Shelby and the kids were asleep, and I'd been playing with, I had an actual PUBG team at the time, the Slay Queens. 
and we would all get on and play, but we would we, slay. Yeah. We would slay. Like I, we had like a, we had a, I think at one point, like a 17 match win streak. Well, and then I got on with you guys and I think the beer started to take hold a little and Adrian was getting audibly frustrated with, well, let me tell you why, because it was, it was not, it was not just, there's a guy here. There's a guy here. You guys got this gun. It's like, it's like Amy. Hey, Amy, Amy, where are you? Amy, where are you? And then, you would just ask it multiple times. Adrian, Adrian, where are you? Bertazoid or whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> and uh, so we would tell you. And then two seconds later, you'd be asking the same damn question again. I was like, I'm still in the same damn place. <laughs> I was just nonstop, nonstop. And that's I, I think I'd also turn to chatty corner. You were you were you were you were at the helpful stage turned not so helpful anymore. Stage. Yeah, yeah, like, like it. Like a drunk toddler. Yes. It, it just sounded like drunk talk. Definitely. <laughs> like yeah. you just forgot what I told you like two seconds yeah. before. Uh, but I mean, imagine that like somebody still who is taking control, but they're like not drunk and they're telling people here, he's right here. And then everybody is on cue knowing what's going on. And they're taking guys out within this building and they fucking, they, they function like a well-oiled machine, you know, and it's, yeah. it's awesome. And that's the kind of point I want to get to in that game. But Dude, it's tough. It's really tough. You, if you play Blackout, you're gonna die a lot. And uh, luckily, they have multiplayer mode, and we usually kind of wet our whistle at the beginning of the match. Yeah. We'll go play multiplayer for a little bit to get to get kind of in that mode and get that hype up and um, get your accuracy all pinpointed with the gun and everything, and then jump into Blackout because right when you take that mentality into Blackout, Blackout is a little bit slower paced. So, and you're not going to kill nearly as many people as you do in multiplayer. So you take that with you and it really helps. Like I noticed it's a pretty big jump in my accuracy and my awareness alertness while playing Blackout after playing multiplayer. So pro tip, play multiplayer before you play Blackout. Take it from the pros. That's right. Dude, I love the game. I I wish you could play it. I, I think you would enjoy it, but I don't think you would play it enough to, to really. I think it. there's a good chance I will probably download it and play it uh, in a few years when it's like free on the when PlayStation. It's, when Network it's not so popular anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think honestly, with with all the new releases and all the hype surrounding all the new stuff right now, I'll probably just hang out on Spider-Man for that's fine. the foreseeable future. The, you know, the, I don't even have my switch right now, so what's cool about I'm not playing anything on it. Yeah, I haven't touched my Switch in a while, which is weird. I, I usually play it a lot, but man, I'm telling you. I don't think I had played it in like six months, and then my brother-in-law asked me if he could borrow it and play Breath of the Wild, so I was like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, there you go. Have at it. Somebody gets some use out of it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with Blackout, I've got two of my friends that have it. Yeah, two of my buddies have it. So we, we'll play on, you know, every time we get on, at least one of us will be... Uh, paired up and have a good time, man. It's a great social game, a lot more so than Fallout 76. Fallout 76, I could see myself getting on there and just kind of passively bullshitting, passing the time, but really not accomplishing anything, just doing something in the background of a conversation, if that makes sense. Whereas Fallout, I mean, uh, Call of Duty is more like we're actively engaged in what we're doing and talking about what we're doing. That's more of my style. Right. I mean, I can get behind a game that lets you passively converse. I've done that many times with, with a few of my friends. You know, we'll just shoot the shit while passively doing something that, you know, we're really kind of not focused on at all. Um, but I don't... Uh. See, that was that was what was crazy about playing PUBG with you. 
yeah. versus playing PUBG with the guys I played with is we would passively converse while we were playing. Right. Uh, and then trying to passively converse with you while you were playing, you were just like, well, yeah, but there's a guy over here. I'm all business, but man. there's a I'm well, all business. Yeah. Okay. Like I know, I know you were busy at work today, Ryan, <laughs> but there's, there's a guy in that, in that house over there that's pointing at us. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get this. That's like, that's, you, you, I like to say that I'm not competitive. You're terribly competitive. Dude, if we're being realistic. It has to be brought out of me. Yeah. And this game brings it out of me and I love it for that. There's nothing better than that that rush, that high that I get from that competitive action. And yeah, I understand dude. why some people get so heavily involved in their sports teams and stuff. I'm not one of those, but I, I, I understand the thought, the feeling behind it. It, it conveys to me yeah. in video games. So, yeah, it's cool. Man, that was a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, man, I'm out of breath. I don't feel like we've inhaled in the past like nearly like over an hour. I haven't. I don't know if you'd noticed, but my speech gets, when I get excited, I get faster with my speech and I'm all into it. I'm like, gotta get it out, gotta get it out. But I've been playing these games over the past two months and I've been just dying to just fucking lay it on me. Dude, I get it. I love it when you lay it on me, man. You've been grinning like, like. (laughs) Have I? You've been grinning like Lil Debbie for like an hour. (laughs) That's how, that's how much I love my games, I could take. The face off Little Debbie or Chef Boyardee or any Gerber package Put and it. slap your excited <laughs> video game face on there, and everybody would still be like, yeah, "I'm gonna buy and eat that, dude." I'll do, I'll do Little Debbie. I got, I can do little pigtails. Yeah, got I, dude, hair. you would be a fantastic baby model. Oh hell yeah! For, I got for the Gerber face, I need to shave my beard though, don't I? Nah, dude. You like the, you like the new growth? Beards are in. I'm yeah. getting it longer. My buddy's starting to grow his beard. He gave me some beard balm. Me too. Are you? No, <laughs> you were about to. <laughs> I was like, "Where is it?" <laughs> you got a little bit going on right here. Just, just the classical. Ryan didn't shave for a few days. Shakespeare. Do you do you not grow here, or do you shave that? No, I don't. I don't grow from my sideburns down to the corner of my chin, and I don't grow on my. It's like spotty on my cheeks. You're a lot like my brother, my brother Ryan. I can grow the mustache. Must be a Ryan thing. And I can grow. Uh, on the crest of my chin and I can grow uh, just a fat ass neck beard. <laughs> neck beard. <laughs> like seriously, if I would let it grow, it, w- it starts to look like a, like a fuzzy little handbag. <laughs> I would like to see I'm, you let it go. I'm king of the neards. If I, so do you get, <laughs> let you get this thick neck beard and you have little scragglies on it here and there on your cheeks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like it looks like the, the shoulder of a sweater that sat in the backseat of someone's car too long. <laughs> It's just frizzy and has weird shit stuck to it. And well, you know, uh, what's his face? The actor, he 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 wears it pretty well. Uh, I, shit. What I love most about you is your pinpoint precision. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the Edward Scissorhands actor. Johnny Depp. Yeah. He and I have literally, like, if you put pictures of us side by side, we have the exact same facial hair patterns. Oh, yeah. I could see that. The exact same. He grows a beard all the time, all the way he's to got nothing. That, this little Tony Stark spike right yeah. here will grow in if I don't shave it. <laughs> You ought to, that's what you should do. Just grow out that mustache and rock it out and then just kind of give yourself a one of those handlebars or whatever it's called. Like a Fu Manchu type yeah, of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I should. It is November. That is true. That's why my beard is a little bit longer. I love to play in the No Shave November. Or I've also heard of the No Fap November. Have you heard that one? No Fat November? Fap. Oh, No Fap November? Yeah. And it's also been called, I've also Fuck seen it called noise. No Nat. No, no nut November. No nut November. 
I saw those on Twitter today. I rolled laughing. I, I like, ain't about that life, son. <laughs> I got priorities. <laughs> you know, I once wrote a poem about No Shave November. Let's hear it. It's based around V for Vendetta. Okay. Remember, remember, it's No Shave November, but my beard won't grow in some spots. <laughs> Take... <laughs> Growing beards takes forever, so No Shave November shall always be forgot. (laughs) Nice. Where can they find us? www.jabgcast.com And everywhere you find your podcasts. Peace out. Hey, one syllable. How do you feel about the lineup for the PS1 Classic? (laughs) Night, guys. (laughs) 